0: Hey, creeps and ghouls, I'm Teddy Grimm, and this is the perpetual thorn in my side.
1: You're a dick.
0: Today, me and you're a dick review... Red
2: 13. (laughs) Her name is Red
0: 13. Don't
1: forget it, ass clown. This week, we review albums by Hate Eternal, Audio Topsy, and Tenacious D. Mm, That D.
0: (laughs) We have some very special guests this week. And shit. Let's just get the shit show on the road.
1: Kick it, Sammy? Sammy?
0: So big news, uh, as Slipknot releases an awesome new track on Halloween, All Out Life.
1: To celebrate, we reached out to a very special guest and asked if he could join us today, dishing out personal advice for all your problems, Craig from Slipknot. First caller.
3: Hey Craig, big fan. Uh, I recently suspected my wife is planning to leave me and stuck me with those awful children. What should I do?
1: Oh. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Hmm.
0: You know I I never thought of it wow, like that. Wow, he's
1: insightful, man. Is
0: Is he saying something?
1: Oh shit. Wow. Why, are, Craig.
3: You, why are you agreeing? What's
1: That's going some real on? shit right there. Shrapping some truth, bro. I know, bars right <laughs> there. man. Very insightful, Craig. That's all the time we have for Caller 1. Caller 87. What happened to 2 through 86?
4: Uh, uh, math.
1: Math.
0: Yeah, yeah math. Uh, there was some... There was... there was something? There was some in there somewhere. Are
1: you even paying attention?
0: Dude. I'm all about that. Paying attention, life.
1: I feel like you're just repeating what I'm saying right back to me.
0: Uh, thanks, Craig, for answering all our callers' question today.
1: We sure will. You stay dry, too.
0: So, um, the reason we had Craig Jones do his Purple Advice column... Uh, was, as we said, Slipknot released a, an awesome new album. Uh, sorry, album. They released an awesome new track on Halloween. It
1: was amazing.
0: As as Half Asleep Red right? <laughs> chimes in. It was amazing. It had it had a lot of... Uh...
1: I'm trying not to talk over you.
0: <laughs> I have...
1: I'm letting you make your points. I'm a decent human oh, being. Oh, shut up. I, uh,
0: <laughs> I definitely heard a lot of like old Iowa Fury on there.
1: Yeah, no, it was definitely, it, it definitely kept the same vocal patterns as Chapter 5, but like you said, that Iowa Fury is back there, and, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's an angry fucking song. I mean, when I first heard it, I mean, I, I was having a rough day, and I was, uh, like, fine, you know, everybody's hit me up about this, I should probably give it a try. And the moment I heard like the moment I heard it I started to cry and I know that's like a weird reaction to have it but I was just like wow this takes me back this takes me back to like high school and like that was a really wonderful feeling yeah
0: I definitely uh, at the the beginning when it first started out I was like you know it had that little bit of uh, that that electronic rise there and you could hear like the Sid's uh, DJ Mm -hmm. equipment like you could actually hear uh, at least sounds to me like he's scratching maybe a little bit of Craig just kind of scratching in the vocal pattern of, of Corey before Corey even comes in like i think i noticed that um mm-hmm. yeah, so if you want if you haven't heard that you can listen back to that because you hear like chew, 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 like to the I
1: don't anyway i am going to because i didn't hear that
0: <laughs> yeah right in the beginning. i love i love how that <laughs> kicked in uh i heard a lot of people like were a little bit weird about that but you know it was definitely that you didn't know what to expect and then uh once the guitar came in which i'm pretty sure jim wrote that riff it sounds like a jim riff um Jim, Jim Mm. James, him and I are on on apparently an informal name basis.
1: Oh yes, Jim James. James. Oh wait, no, that's that's like that's the singer for my morning, (laughs) my morning jacket. (laughs) I feel like a hipster now. Oh, don't say that. You're bad.
0: (laughs) So I definitely (laughs) since
1: I'm contributing nothing to this conversation. (laughs) <laughs> so one of, the, one, of the things, one of the things I
0: definitely like about, uh, like I had said, was it, it feels like it has that Iowa fury behind it. I kind of feel like um, it, it didn't sound like Iowa, but for some reason I got the distinct people equals uh, shit vibe from it. Like Corey's just fucking fed up and he just had to, he just had to yell about it because the subject matter is basically like, you know, what uh, I, honestly me and Red were talking about this, um, you know, a couple days before this album came out actually was just like kids these days are coming around thinking that like all of their shit is better than everything that's ever happened and it's like it was never like that in our generation we grew up respecting the past they don't
1: yeah that is kind of true it's like we well we were we were raised with um we were raised to be more respectful but that's the funny thing too is we we're still within that generation that's acting this way so but that's neither here nor there Uh,
0: i mean Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i forget how old you are Fuck off! You act like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> Fuck off! I think what I what I really appreciated about the song was, you know, for Slipknot fans, you know, we've always been recognized as maggots, and there's that togetherness in the sense of like we're all one, we're all Slipknot fans, we're all maggots, but with with this. There's something so powerful with this song because it's basically it's more than just being maggots. It's it, you're standing for something more than just if regardless if you like Slipknot or not, you're you're standing for your quality in things, you're standing for what you believe in. You're not going to sell yourself short or sell your opinions or or what you believe is good or into something that isn't, you know, worth it. <laughs> More or less,
0: it's not. That's not right. That's not right for you. That's
1: not right for you, but because it's being marketed as, oh, but this is what's in right now. It is for you, but it's not.
0: Right. This and it's is, like,
1: well, fuck that.
0: Yeah, because everything's being marketed towards everyone. Like, oh, this is what you should like, and this song is basically saying, like, no, we're not. We're not going to accept that. You know, exactly. We're, we're not the same. We're not the same as these people who enjoy this. We like stuff with a little bit more substance.
1: Yeah, we want you know, more substance and, uh, rather uh, I mean, than people, <laughs> quantity. At this point.
0: I mean, coming from coming from the guy who also wrote, uh, "I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound."
1: <laughs> let's. Uh, <laughs> he meant that metaphorically, man. He's, hey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but no, it's honestly I, I like the I like the whole we are not your kind um, yeah. kind of movement thing they're trying to start. Uh, we definitely believe in that. Uh, you know what? Like I, I I don't I don't I'm not. I'm not buying into the Ariana Grande's and the fucking, all those little SoundCloud rappers and shit. It's like, you know what? And I kind of feel like the, the the modern artists are kind of gripping onto that now. Like Eminem just dropped Kamikaze to take out, you know, take out all the the SoundCloud rappers. Slipknot did this. He got Gary Holt of uh, Slayer, mass, basically mass-selling those Kill the Kardashians shirts, which <laughs> I,
2: I bought one.
0: And um, it's just, I kind of feel like the the... The the old heads and um, and and people of different genres are just getting tired of this bullshit we're being force fed.
1: Yeah, you know, I think everybody had like uh, you know, everybody had a decent like you said respect for each other um, in past generations, and you know, this certain type of music was this certain type of music. It went with this you know group of people, whatever, and you know everybody had their genres of music that they liked and hung around in those groups and whatnot. Now it's now it's like fuck those groups. Fuck all those things. Just this one big thing in front of you constantly. This is what's good. Fuck all those other things, but right. this is good.
0: The we're not going to sell ourselves for the basic for the basic bullshit you're trying to sell us. You know, you give us give you're just going giving us cheeseburgers with with ketchup and mustard. Well, motherfucker, I want a buffalo chicken sandwich. I'm not going to buy that cheeseburger. <laughs> I'm a buffalo chicken sandwich, motherfucker. Grim
1: has lived a life as a buffalo chicken sandwich.
0: I live, I've lived a life as a buffalo chicken sandwich. I know what it's like. Call me a hipster if you want. But I am, I've lived the buffalo chicken sandwich. We are derailing at an alarming rate. Wow, it's really
1: bad. So let's bring this back. Um, I was actually kind of curious because I never asked you. Yeah, tone it down. Tone it down. Um... Where did you even first hear Slipknot? Because I don't think I've ever asked you that. And I think that's weird that I haven't.
0: Oh, uh, so there was this kid I went to high school with um, named Mike Holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude was dude was kind of, uh, I don't want to say unhinged, but he was unhinged. <laughs> there were stories that he chased his mom down the street with a, with a lead pipe.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Anyway, um. Yeah. Anyway, he was the one who introduced me. He actually wanted to start a band with me, uh, called like the Insidious Six or something like that. We were going to be like this really brutal metal band, and he was like, "You got to listen to this band Slipknot." And he showed it to me. And you know, what? it was it was the the first album. It didn't really catch my ear at that time, because at that time I was always about like like the thrash metal, and it was <laughs> all like Anthrax and Metallica around that age. Uh, but like you know, a year later I really got into it, and then Mudvayne and stuff like that. But um, he was the first one that actually introduced me to uh, Slipknot, and it's kind of a, a story that I've forgotten, or I've actually forgot about this kid. He used to run his head into lockers too at school, <laughs> so this isn't painting a very good picture. Of Slipknot, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, he just lived the very hardcore life. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He
0: lived. He lived the fucking. He lived the chicken life.
1: There you go. There you go nothing wrong with that.
0: What about you? What was your first experience with with the nut? (laughs) My
1: my best friend in high school, she was super obsessed with Guitar Hero, so when I came over and tried to pick it up and played it really horribly, um, I heard Before I Forget (laughs) and super fell in love with it and basically just kind of, you know, my fangirling knows no limits, so pretty much from there, it was every CD. I bought every CD. I got a shirt as soon as I could. I watched every music video. Didn't realize that Corey was, you know, the same singer from Stone Sour. So my dad was going through a big Stone Sour phase, and I'm just like, oh my God, this voice is so beautiful and he's so great. And I listened to Slipknot, and I'm like, oh my God, not who's knowing. this guy? He's such a mystery. This is not, so cool. And I'm just like,
3: not knowing it's the same person. Yeah,
1: no, I felt stupid. I wanted to keep that mystery there, for so long. There. I didn't want to know who any of the guys were. I just wanted to keep the mystery.
0: You're, <laughs> you're, you're sitting you're sitting there like you're sitting there like little red back in the day on her little computer, A little
1: 13-year-old, 14-year-old red.
0: Little 13, 14-year-old red. <laughs> red just looking on the internet on conspiracy theories like, "Hmm, why hasn't the singer of Slipknot and Corey Taylor been in the same room together?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You got like pieces of red string going for pictures in your bedroom.
1: It's like you were there.
0: (laughs) Oh man, that's great. So So, obviously we like the song. Uh, We think you guys should check it out. Yeah, definitely Uh, check it out. If you haven't, please do. You can pretty much find it everywhere. It's everywhere. Spotify, Mm -hmm. Apple Music, it's everywhere. Um, YouTube it. So actually... Up next, we got off our asses, and uh, we went to ask other people their opinions on the new Slipknot song.
2: Guitar! Uh, can I help you?
1: Oh my god, it's TV's Patrick Warburton.
0: For those of you who don't know, he's the voice of Joe from Family Guy and David Putty on Seinfeld.
1: And Crunk on Emperor's New Groove.
2: Ah, this is very strange. Wha... Who are you talking to?
1: Mr. Warburton, what do you think of the new Slipknot song?
2: It's, uh, it's 3 a.m. What are you doing on my lawn? I'm gonna call the cops. SCATTER!
4: Oh, hello there, friend. Does your dog ever feel lonely? Do you find him crippled with depression at the dog park because none of the other dogs want to play? Well, I've got great news for you dog owners worried about your dog's love life. Scratch and sniff dog services.net. Now your little buddy can be paired up with dogs from all around the world. Look at our thousands of online profiles filled out by other owners. To sign up, all you need to do is a simple 400 question survey on every aspect of your furry little best friend set up his personal woof file, upload 20 pictures from all manner of angles, then filter through our thousands of online users and be his wingman and join him on the date. Just listen to these reviews from real customers, not paid actors.
3: I found a match for my bulldog, Sir Jowls Third and a little chihuahua named Tinky. They became the best of friends, uh, until Sir Jowls tried to mount
1: Tinky and shattered her pelvis. I thought the dogs were more confused than anything. The match for my little Twinkle Star ate all of her dinner and didn't even pick up the chuck.
3: Hank really loves his website and really believes in it. I haven't found a match for Sergeant Slaughter yet, but we're hopeful.
4: Some fucking bulldog shattered my little Chihuahua's twa- fucking pelvis.
3: Scratch and sniff dating services.
4: Dog dating services.
3: Dog dating Net.
4: Say the whole thing! Do you
3: wanna do this?
1: I got the distinct impression he was trying to fuck the dog.
4: Join free today! Your dog won't regret it! Mandatory for Hank to have a one-hour session alone with your dog. You may not enter the room any time for any reason. Go get a coffee or something.
1: Hey everyone! We wanted to talk to you about the Hannigan's Diet subscription box. For 14 days, you get the best meals, gym membership, and subscription to Buff Men Weekly, if you...
2: No, that's not right.
1: He's not supposed to be here until next week.
3: Hello, everyone, creeps and ghouls.
0: Oh, alright, dude, get out. We're not ready for you. Please come next week. Just call Ryan.
1: Yeah, idiot. We were in the middle of a commercial. It's so
3: good to be back delivering the finest fantasy medal to my fans.
1: Fans? I don't want to brag
3: or anything, but, uh...
0: You're you're going to anyway, aren't you? I've had
3: a couple of people come in my dungeon and praise me for my works. I'm
1: thinking of getting shirts made. Did they say that before or after you tortured them?
0: I can't believe your mom lets you run a dungeon in her basement.
3: What mommy doesn't know doesn't hurt
0: her. Ugh Ah creepy.
1: So there's seriously no way to get you or your dragon the fuck out of the studio until next week?
3: Speaking of dragons. dragons- you are heading off into battle.
0: Because when aren't you, apparently, when you listen to fantasy metal?
3: I will slice you in the urethra with a hot knife!
1: Your mom lets you handle the knives?
3: Dougie is a big boy!
1: Okay there, sport.
3: Ignoring you, ignoring you. Anyway, heart of a dragon starts like a wide-open opera of fantastical amusement.
4: Likes light's only a few Papa's have ever seen.
2: Yeah, we could
0: have more to say had we been notified you were coming and not early like you did. You fucking anus.
1: Oh, oh God. He's got an ugly cry.
0: It kind of, so... <laughs> so the song kind of just sounds like guitar with a side of band, To, if I'm being
2: completely honest.
1: Can you just rate this thing so we can go on lunch?
3: Well, it would have been a seven on the Merlin's big scale, but you
1: insulted me,
3: so it shriveled to a three. Hmm.
1: There's a dick joke in there somewhere. Oh,
0: God, please leave. I got some chicken parm waiting. (laughs) Alright, so I was at the store the other day making, like, a voice note about my shopping list when this shit happened. Alright, let's see. Eggs. Beer. Condoms. Depends. More beer. Lube. A rape whistle. Huh? uh, uh, Okay, Uh, you just touched my arm. What what, what was that again? Strange person who seems to think it's okay to walk up to a stranger and touch them?
2: uh, Has anyone ever talked to you about the New Jersey hardcore scene back in the day?
0: All right. How did you know I was on a music and variety podcast? Who's the what's it now? Oh, so you're just a strange man who likes to tell people about the hardcore scene without any pretext. Yeah, got it.
2: Oh, man. We used the windmill kick our way to the pits on those hot local show nights. Oh, I swear sometimes they have these girlies, right? They be walking around in oh, them tank good. tops. You know what I'm you talking started about, I right? say yes. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I Did may get use of this rape right whistle early.
2: What, uh, what'd you say?
0: Oh, nothing. You're a wonderful human. Keep talking. I don't know, man. Is there, a, is there a better music style than hardcore? There's quite a few, yes.
2: And uh, nothing beats the hardcore Jersey scene either, right? Am
0: I right, brother? All right, champ. I'm going to walk away from this whole thing. Fi- no, no. You,
2: you don't follow. No, no, no. Uh, stay there!
1: <laughs> Did he follow you?
0: That recording... <laughs> That recording goes on
2: for like an hour.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, I can only imagine how that went. That's fucking funny, man.
0: Yeah, keep laughing. The higher-ups heard that recording, and Ryan made me find him. Give him our contact info.
1: Wait. Wait, what? Yep, his name is Sal. (laughs) No. No. No, 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 no. It's barely mid-November. I mean, it's around the corner, but why a Christmas commercial so early?
0: All right. First of all, we haven't even hit Thanksgiving yet, so it's not around the corner. Ryan just got a big fat check.
1: Big fat donkey donk. I like it. What for that? So, Dolores, why are you here spreading Christmas cheer way too early? Every day is good for Christmas.
2: My entire house is decorated.
0: First, I would love to thank you for inviting us into your lovely home. Second, where's the exit? Grim.
1: Sorry about him. He's not used to seeing... Oh my god, that Santa naked fucking a reindeer. Oh
2: god, let's just get on with this commercial. This Christmas, bring home the sweet sounds of Dolores' Christmas clitoris. What? Ring in the holiday season with such classics as... Dick my hall. Santa Claus is coming. Silver blue balls. Jingle balls. Jingle balls, jingle balls, jingle in my face. Clip one into my mouth, give me a taste. Little drummer balls. We get the bit, move on. Winter Wonderland of Dick Barbara the Hussy I'm dreaming of Steve from accounting I'm dreaming of Steve from accounting. Ryan my love. What? Felice Navi Dad Bon Felice Navi Dad Bon Felice Navi Dadbot Felice Navi Dadbot And bon. your dad shorts and your crocs with socks mm,
1: not sure about that one Dolores White Christmas. Fuck me
2: hard under the tree like a whore I am
1: Okay, okay, that's enough.
2: How did this record even get made?
1: A lot of questionable things, not limited to sexual favors, hey, I'm
2: sure. Hey, that's not- Shut up and go away! I'm calling Ryan! He doesn't scare us. Yeah, right. has the power of boobies! <laughs>
1: All right, everybody, we're going to turn it over to our local asshole, Teddy Grimm, out in the field. What do you got in terms of battle stats for us, mister?
0: Thanks, Red. Hey, everyone. Just a brief overview of what exactly our battle stats are and how they work. You got your strength, speed, power, and hit points. We review each album and assign special stat points based on our unique criteria. Then we plug them into our system and watch the bands beat the shit out of each other.
1: It's a great time for everyone but the bands. And for more detailed info
0: on our stat system, visit our website at rockenstein.podbean.com. Back to you, Grim. Thanks, Grim. What a handsome-sounding man.
1: Up first. Up first, we got Hate Eternal with Upon Desolate Sands. So I super loved this album. It reminded me a lot of an unoperatic Demu Berger, and I don't know if anybody remembers, but we did review them. um, I think episode three, episode four, perhaps. I remember lots of lots of synth. It was amazing, (laughs) though. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of synth. Lots of fucking synth. But it it just reminded me a lot of that, and I mean, it like the music was just like it was really it was heavy. It was it was, like, just up in your face. It was, like, it was like a good punch-to-the-face kind of music. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, the... All right, so the riffs, I thought, were great. They were, uh, you know, they, they were well-written, brutal, creative. Uh, from a technical Ooh, standpoint, yeah. the guitars sounded great. Uh, what I didn't like about that punch-in-the-face was the monotone screaming, but it's death metal, so, I mean, what else are you really expecting here?
1: Well, you know, and in terms of the singing, too, what I... So I liked what you're calling the monotone singing, but what I hated was the fact that I felt like all the music drowned it out. I could barely hear him. It, it, that's the only thing that I didn't really like, but when I could hear him, I thought his vocals were pretty amazing. And I also read, too, that in this like mini-interview with them, they said that they were looking and going for a more like layered or textured sound. Because they weren't really doing that in their last album, so they felt like this one was a, a bit more. I feel like they honestly achieved that. This was really, like, honestly, some of the guitar parts reminded me a little bit of Mathcore. It was really
0: cool. See, I'm like, I, I can get that, but at the same time, I also kind of feel like, um you know, sometimes when you overlayer things, you, there's like a fine line between a layered album and a muddy album. And I kind of found like, I feel like they landed on the ladder with that. You know, there was definitely a lot muddier. Mm. You know, everything was more muted because they layered it too much.
1: I guess I didn't feel that way, but I I see your point of it.
0: (laughs) Um, But
1: it's still wrong.
0: Yeah, no, you know, honestly, as from from a death metal standpoint, I kind of feel like it it was good. Uh, I feel like there'd be a lot of good. You know, uh, death metal fans that would enjoy it wasn't my thing. I kind of feel like it dragged on a little bit. Not many songs really caught my ears. And there was a couple of, I want to say, editing mistakes. I'm hoping it's an editing mistake. Um, There was was a part in the end of Portal of Myriad. And I've heard other cuts. I just can't remember. Exactly. But it's, uh, I think, I'm near close to about 30 seconds to the end of Portal of Myriad. There's a really weird gap of sound where there's like almost nothing happening. And I, I kind of feel like that was an editing mistake.
1: Hmm. Really?
0: Yeah. I'll
1: uh, listen back to it. You me. don't feel like that wouldn't be. I that's kind of a big thing to like miss. Well, that's, that's a long period to miss. I but don't that's know. The, th- okay. the thing. Is but, it no, you're right, though.
0: It sounded so unnatural. There's no if they did that sounded on purpose. Weird. It was a, it was a poor writing choice. If they didn't do it on purpose, it was a poor editing choice. Either way, there's no way.
1: Gotcha. No, I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, just kind of turning it back around though, I did want to do kind of a shout out to one of the, to their closing track, uh, for whom we have lost. It was really an amazing instrumental I actually kind of was surprised they ended with an instrumental, but it worked.
0: I love, you know, I think that's kind of a death metal thing. At least, you know, when I listened to you to some of it, like, uh, no one flames did that. I mm-hmm. Anyway, I love, I actually love the instrumental too. Um, I thought that was a great way to cap.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's get into those uh, top three picks. Grim, you want to go first? Yeah.
0: So my top three from this album uh, were uh, What Lies Beyond, Dark Age of Ruin, and For Whom We Have
1: Lost. Awesome. And then mine were What Lies Beyond, Upon Desolate Sands, and All Hope Destroyed.
0: Pretty good tracks. Pretty good tracks. All right. so what do we got for our battle stats then, Red?
1: Awesome. Okay, everybody onto the battle stats. We got Strength. At four and a quarter, and then we got power at eight and a quarter, got HP at seven and three quarters, we got speed at six and three quarters, and then we've got the Rock and stein rating, the overall rating of how the album was at six and three quarters. So that's it. So it was a it was a little bit of a middle of the road album, I guess. A little bit on the higher end of a. Seat. A little,
0: a little high mid. Um. Six and three quarters on the Nathan Explosion scale is nothing to to turn your nose at. It's
1: semi boot. All
4: right,
0: guys. And after that, we have Audio Topsy the real now. So, the uh, I was kind of excited about this band. I'd heard about them a long time ago, and I actually never even followed up because they have apparently another album uh, besides this. But it's got, like, I wanted to hear them since that, but I just, I guess, forgot. Uh, so it was a good opportunity for me to listen to uh, The Real Now this time around because it's got the drummer from Mudvayne and uh, the guitar player from Mudvayne uh, and a couple other guys who I'm not very familiar with. Um, I do have to say, the album... Ah, uh, it was very the the screaming was very one note. It was just the same. Ah, like I can't do it. I can't do a screaming like that. So I got to give him props for that. But it's not. It's just
1: <laughs> that was so unenthusiastic. It like it
0: was ah. They, they like to tout themselves as, a, what was it, progressive hard rock, and it's like, like, progressive my ass, dude. There was nothing, I did not hear a single progressive thing about
1: it. Yeah, I mean, for, for real, the singer's vocal patterns were really, like, erratic and strange, and, like, it was weird because I liked the music, but I felt like it was really simple, especially compared to what those guys are capable of doing, and... And, like, he was very dominating. The singer was, like, over-dominating the music. So where Hate Eternal had that issue of, you know, the music dominating the singer, these guys had the opposite problem, and it was just weird. And, but what I did like was when he, <laughs> this sounds mean, but when he wasn't singing, <laughs> I was really actually enjoying the drumming in the band. Like, I, I really tuned into that really quick. The drumming was super solid.
0: You know what, you know what, this, I will give the drumming, it was super solid because Matt is, he's one of my favorite drummers. I think he's one of the most talented drummers around, uh, which is, it's a bummer because he's not, you know, as, uh, as highlighted right now. Um, so I, I definitely, I, I, I think, yeah, you're right. The drumming was super tight, but I feel like he could have done more. You know, he, when he was in Mudvayne, his, his drumming was like off time. It was very, uh, just kind of erratic. I know we use that word to to uh, uh, to set, talk about the singer in a bad way, but this was like a good way because he would always—it's always time, it's always crazy—and uh, I didn't get that, and it was kind of a disappointment, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I get that. You just you you go in with expectations, and I know you never want to do that with something like this, but you know, it's like you know what they're capable of, so it's like right. you ex—you expect to hear it a little bit somewhere, and when you didn't even get a little bit of it, it's like. What happened? Right. It, it just feels like they got stifled a little, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I kind of wish that they would have done. If they had actually... I would have rather them take uh, taken more, um, more risks because I felt like they played it safe. I, I would have yeah. liked it if they'd done more risks in, ter- in terms of, you know, what they were doing. Be less heavy. You know, if you're going to mm-hmm. brand yourself as a progressive hard rock band, you could be less heavy. You don't have to worry about all the screaming. You don't have to worry about, you know, this and that. Just, I would rather get a weird... Uh, progressive album that that really shows off the talent of the band than this which was kind of tame in my opinion uh, and I, I kind of get that too because yeah. I, I didn't really enjoy his singing either beside his screaming so I don't know how that would have worked it kind of feels yeah. like uh, his singing was stuck somewhere between the newer Alice in Chains and newer Mudvayne and I like both of this, those things separately but together uh, no
1: it was also slightly sprinkled with some Queens of the Stone Age and it made it delightful. Those couple of songs where I heard that, it was amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I, d- I didn't get the Queens of the Stone Age personally. Um,
1: but but for sure, it was like a very middle uh middle of the road album for me. It wasn't very good. <laughs>
0: uh, we are uh, heading up now. Uh, top three picks from the album. Red, why don't you take this one?
1: Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to go with Fade Away, If Only, and A Death Benefit. Pretty
0: good, pretty good. I, I would have to say Hologram. Uh, that one definitely caught me. Panic on the airwaves and fade away.
1: Panic on the airwaves is good.
0: So uh, we had two two similar ones on this one that was pretty cool. Uh, so now everyone, it's battle stats time. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so the strength for um, the strength for this album, I had to uh, we had to give it a, a seven. The power was about six and three quarters. The uh, the HP was six, and the speed was five and three quarters. Now, normally, it would have been a little bit higher because the way we figure out the numbers, but we do have to tell you guys, since they are a newer band, since this is only their second album, they had to get a 15% decrease on their speed, as speed is directly related to uh, their credibility as a band. And unfortunately, the fact that they have Mud Made members doesn't help all that much.
2: Oh, well, you know what? Maybe if they had fucking pulled their weight a little bit.
0: Sorry. Sorry. Ow. I'm very passionate. I just want I just want Mudvayne to get back together. You know, hell hell yeah. I you know it sucks Vinnie Paul died, but hell yeah, it's not, you know, I don't know what they're gonna do. The autopsy's not. I'm just saying Grim, Grim, Grim. Sorry, hey, Reel hey, it that reeling it in rating, though. Reeling it in. Okay. The Rockenstein rating on the Nathan Explosion scale for Audiotopsy is six and a half
3: Nathan explosions.
0: Penis. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very passionate about Mudvayne.
1: (laughs) I know, you want them to get back together. Maybe if you write a petition. Alright, everybody, so we got the main attraction here. Tenacious D. The D. Post-apocalyptico. Post-apocalyptico? Yeah, that's right. Just wanted to make sure, and it sounds good.
2: You see this here green crystal? It's called the Crystal of Gilgamesh. It crashed 12,000 years ago near the city known as Budapest. And he who holds the crystal is a motherfucking two-man
1: okay. So I super, super love the fact that it's a concept album because it's Tenacious D. It's always going to be a concept album of some kind, and it's always going to be fucking ridiculous and hilarious and just a—it's just a good time.
0: Oh it's yeah. It's just no, so good. Between between the songs and the skits. Uh, I love too how they 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 designated like you could tell right away what are skits and what aren't. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. There was half spoken and half you know, half songs. I loved that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then if like you look right at the track listing, all of the songs were uppercase. The whole thing was capitals. And then if it was if it was just a skit, they were all lowercase. Except mm-hmm. for the one song March, which was a skit in the beginning and a song at the end so it was like M-A-R and then two capitals C and A's so you know there's a song at the end I thought that was fucking brilliant yes,
1: that was good that was actually pretty great
0: yeah uh, the story I thought was super bizarre but I loved it anyway because it's the D.
1: There, um, I like how the album kind of kicked off really strong and it reminded me immediately I don't know if it reminded you of this but it reminded me of Wonder Boy with Hope wonderful boy, boy. So, um, <laughs> um
4: and can, kind of can we that.
1: talk about can we talk about the album cover and how great it is i mean do we have a choice more likely. <laughs> it's more uh, it's basic i mean there's it's not <laughs> covered in genitalia but there's hidden genitalia all over it and it's just amazing
0: i mean i uh, i'll take your word for it i think i only saw boobs but it was like a magazine or something on the ground
1: no, there was vagina and there was also penis. Oh, nice. <laughs> penis. Uh, I like honestly.
0: I like how it was just a very simplistic cover. There was no like, you know. But I'm pretty sure the covers are like that anyway. What was that? That um, was the first the the, the big album they did with the black one? It was just them and like you know, fucking. I think that was Baphomet or something behind them. I don't know. I forget. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the album cover in a while. But like, it was very simple. And then this one was just very like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> right? hand drawn This one's just like, hilarious Somebody smoked pot and grabbed a box of crayons You know
1: <laughs> <laughs> Went on paint him.
0: Right right but that was it's genius I think
1: Well cause I think that's kind of The, the whole idea goes with the story I mean how ridiculous the story is Which yeah. by the way I loved the story in the beginning And then towards like the, the middle end Whenever Robocop Or not Robocop I'm sorry uh, Terminator. Terminator showed up Whenever Terminator showed up I just it I lost interest and I don't know why because it yeah it was funny but I just like I listened to it about two three more times through just specifically in that part where I dip off and I just couldn't I couldn't get back onto it and so yeah it just felt a little bit long towards the end
0: yeah you know what it kind of it was because it felt like it derailed a little bit like well derailed a lot
1: I mean, yeah. the whole thing. Bizarre, <laughs> that was kind of the I mean, that was kind of the point, I think. When when they
0: came up to the the, the doctors, the MIT doctors, in the in this was it like a spaceship or something, and like that <laughs> that one guy talks, and I'm like, oh my god, like I know that's Jack Black, but it it sounds like he's it sounds like a certain doctor we know because they definitely <laughs> used a pitch shifter on his. You know what? I'm not gonna lift the curtain on that one, so we're just gonna keep yeah, moving. No. Well, I I, you know, I thought the album went by too quick, actually.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, I had the opposite feeling, but yeah, eh, I don't know. Like I own. felt,
0: I felt, cause like when I do these album reviews, right, I will take off repeat, so I know, you know, oh, so I can listen to it and really get a feel for it, and then when it stops, I know that's the complete, you know, the end of the album, and like I just remember sitting there listening to it, and then all of a sudden it was just like it stopped, and I was like, oh shit, that's the end. I was just like, okay. Like, no, I mean
1: it had the intro and the outro for it. I mean, it kind of No, I know. I noticed I mean
0: the, the outro, the outro was basically the intro. It was the reprise. It was just like a
1: Yeah. Version of the intro.
0: Mm-hmm. um But so, I, you know mm-hmm. I on I, I did like uh, heavier inclusions in this. It felt like there was more heavier stuff like da, Daddy Ding Dong and Woman Time. I just thought that was, <laughs> yeah. I, I just like those heavy songs.
1: Those were good. Actually, yeah. It was it was the music was different. It was similar but it was different just showed some like growth you know what i mean it did
0: you know what you got to give that to them they 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 did show growth
1: oh definitely okay so let's move on to them top three picks grim
0: all right well like i said i gotta say women uh woman time was great daddy ding dong great because they were like the heavier ones a lot of a lot of good solos and stuff and then uh, there was the <laughs> this one I know we had in common was the the JB and JR rap because that was I just, amazing. I just loved seeing I wasn't expecting Jack it. Black <laughs> with the uh, with the auto tune. I thought it was great.
1: That's yeah. That's what it was. It it, it was magical. <laughs> How else can you describe it? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> mm-hmm, sorry, mine was um mine go to making love because. Mm -hmm. You just have to listen to it. Uh, The JBJR rap. And then Hope, because it's about a two-headed or three-headed doggy. I can't remember right now. I think it was a two-headed doggy. And and it reminds you of Wonderboy. (laughs) Yes. All right. And
0: what are the battle stats and final review number for the
1: D? Yes, battle stats today are going to be strength is at eight and three quarters. We have power... At nine and a quarter, HP at a solid six, speed at eight, and the overall Rockenstein rating mm-hmm. is an eight. eight. Eight, Nathan, and explosions. Eight so Nathan explosions explodes. pretty much all over the place. It's total definitely, fucking. Definitely,
0: definitely the highest-rated album this week. Uh, but that does not necessarily mean they are going to win Battle Royale. It's anybody's ah, game.
1: yes. In two weeks, we'll be doing our first ever Battle Royale, which is going to be fun because that's a double up. We're going to be releasing episode 11 and our Battle Royale.
0: So put that on your calendars. November 30th. That is when These bands the are ba-
1: all going to beat the shit out of each other.
0: We got, what do we got? We got Devour the Day. We got Disturbed. We got the Casualties. We have got Tenacious Mo Fucking D. We got <laughs> Audio Topsy and we got Hate Eternal. And they're all gonna fuck each other up and we're gonna see who comes out on top.
1: Fight fight, fight! 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 Thank you guys as always for tuning into the show this week. We had a good time putting it together and hope you guys had a good time listening too. Find us every other Friday on your favorite podcast directories. And now we are on Spotify. We are trying to add new directories all the time. So if you want to hear us on one, please let us know.
0: If you could, please like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. Word of mouth is the biggest help for Rockinstein. Share our Instagram, website, or episode. Mention us to your grandma, your friends, your mom's co-workers, your grandma's mom's co-workers. We definitely appreciate it.
1: And don't forget to hit us up at rockensteincast at gmail.com or leave us comments or messages on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at rockensteincast. Did we mention we have a website now? rockenstein.podbean.com You can hit us up there too. Wink.
0: Wink. Hey everybody, next time we will review albums from Burning Witches, All That Remains, and Architects.
1: Join us in a couple weeks when we tell you all about how we brave the entire Best Buy on Black Friday. They can
3: take our lives, but they can never take away their discount deal's on the Batman trilogy box set!
1: So inspiring.
0: Burton and Schumacher are nothing, bitch. Hey, creeps and ghouls, I'm Teddy Grimm, and this is the...